0: All right, welcome back into to the Big Red Revival podcast, episode 11. Uh, it's been uh, two weeks since the last time we joined you. Uh, a lot has happened in uh, Nebraska football and college football in general. Uh, you know, I kind of just want to go back a week and kind of just start with the bye week. Um, <clears throat> it was one of those weird seasons where Nebraska has two bye weeks. And I don't know about you guys, but after that Purdue game, it was good to have a week off from uh, disappointment because, you know, that the Purdue game, basically, you know, 11 o'clock kickoff, and, you know, I was excited to get up, watch Nebraska play, watch college football all day. And then after that embarrassing performance from Nebraska at Purdue, it just really put a damper on my whole Saturday. And then, you know, with last Saturday with Nebraska not playing and not to mention probably the best weekend of college football we've had, uh, this year for sure and probably in a couple years in the past it was just nice to actually not have Nebraska disappoint me and yeah. just to get to sit back and, you know, remind myself why college football is the best sport there is and just sit back and enjoy it. I mean, you had the Alabama-LSU game, which was, uh, you know – a fucking great, entertaining game. I mean, unfortunately, uh, you know, watching that game, it also, you know, led me to the conclusion that, uh, you know, we're clearly playing a different sport than those we're two teams. Off. I mean, it, I, that Alabama-LSU game looked like I was watching a different sport, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you had uh, Minnesota with a big win over uh, over Penn State, uh, a couple of overtime games, Baylor won in overtime, Oklahoma won a uh, close game over Ohio oh, Iowa State, where Iowa State went for two at the end for the I love that call for, for the win. Yeah. I mean, I I told Megan when they were going down the field, I go. The rule is, if you're the road team and you're the and lesser you're the ranked underdog, team, you always go for two point conversion. You, you take all- that win now, exactly. You always go for the two point conversion. I mean, remember a uh, what shit is probably ten years ago now, but they did that to us. But they uh, when Eric had yeah. picked it off in the end yeah. zone, yes. yeah. They went for two on us. Eric uh,
1: we could use, really use a ball player like him. Right? That him. guy
0: was very instinctive. So, oh, yeah. um, but uh, you know, it was good to just, you know, sit back and be a fan of college football without, uh, you know, having to, uh, you know, worry about uh, your team getting embarrassed last Saturday. So it was a good weekend off. Uh, loved the whole weekend, you know including the NFL games, they ended up being all dynamite Sunday and uh, Sunday night and into uh, Monday where unfortunately my beloved 49ers <laughs> lost in overtime, but you know, it, that is what it is. But, uh, we we're back at it this week. Uh, you know, big rival coming to town, or what we'd like to think, <laughs> or hopefully become a rival. We have a Wisconsin. trophy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we've every big own, team, we've
1: never owned the trophy, but we have. One. <laughs> I've never <laughs> even heard of the trophy until this year. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, it exists.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's probably because we haven't heard it because ain't never been they're here. they are gonna blow yeah, the dust off that's it. True. One, yeah. year, one year we're gonna
1: get that thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. One of the Wisconsin players did so, that. So yeah. yeah,
0: the Wisconsin Badgers came to town. Uh, you know, and we know what they're about. They're gonna run the ball. I mean, they got Jonathan Taylor you know probably you know the, well, the best say, the say best, say best, running best running back, back in, in the country yeah, um right. Always you know, have a
1: He broke Herschel Walker's record for most rushing yards through yeah. his junior year.
0: He's gonna he's gonna hit six thousand yards. Oh, always yeah. have a really serviceable
1: game manager type quarterback Yeah, yeah. outside, yeah. Of, Russell Wilson. outside of Wilson And he's a retro freshman. He's gonna be good. Jack yeah. Cohn's a highly touted guy. He's, he's a, such a dork, though. dork. Yeah. He's a dork and he's number seventeen. You don't like that. But I, I, he, gets yeah. he gets it done. He gets it done.
0: I feel like Wisconsin could be one of those teams if they ever get like a uh, dynamic quarterback that could be like L S U. You know, LSU yeah. always been well, a really had Russell
1: good. They did They did it with them. They beat Oregon. They had some good wins back then.
0: I mean, and they had a great season that year. They lost that mm-hmm. Michigan State Hell Mary game. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins. But I feel like Wisconsin's one of those teams. If they ever get a dynamic quarterback. Yeah, they do you know, everything right. They're they're gonna do, they run
1: the ball. They play defense. defense. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: They're going to take that next step in football and stop being a top 10 team to be in a top five competing for national championship. Joe Burrow
1: 2.0 goes to Wisconsin. Joe national Burrow, champs. Joe yep.
0: Burrow th- for damn near 500 yards i
1: yesterday. know every week though, but their defense
0: week. gave up 600
1: like true that you was... has has a randomly bad defense for what they can what yeah, they they're do. Terrible. They're usually do but their like offense Wisconsin. is so crazy yeah. right now that's not what they normally do either so this is a new it's a new it's lsu 2.0 yeah, yeah.
0: well i guess you know that's a seamless transition there into yeah. the uh Should've you know during man. during the uh bye week of course you know there's you know chatter that the Right now, the Nebraska fan base is completely split. Um, You know, it's either you criticize Nebraska and you're not a real fan, or you just, you know, you don't want to criticize them all and you just wear what they call the rose uh <laughs> rose colored glasses yeah exactly and just see everything through the lens of oh it's getting better it's taking time but uh one of the big issues and people have been harping on is the whole Joe Burrow issue um obviously his why? his why brother would, I loved
1: his dad his dad was a baller dude. yeah his
0: brother his dad his, his uncle, uncle all pa- played at nebraska um and his you know, dad was
1: a coach at ohio that's one reason why he played high school football in ohio well, i have a yeah.
0: funny story about that too i played
2: i played in this golf league a couple of years ago and uh, one of the guys that was uh, in the league was Joe Burrow's a different uncle. Yeah, yeah. was it Jamie Burrow or is that and, his no? It wasn't. It was Jamie Burrow, is the
1: one
0: that was the middle
1: linebacker. Middle before Barrett. Yeah. he played for the Jets number forty eight. Yeah.
2: He was, he was the middle linebacker
0: before Barrett. But but yes, he it, was a
2: good player. It's kind of funny because he, he would t- tell us that Joe Burrow. You know, he's like I, I didn't know who he was at the time. <laughs> I had to look him up on Rivals, but he was telling us that he was getting. No communication, nothing from Nebraska. Yeah. Was I mean just, we like, had three chances of this guy. Yeah. We had three shots
1: of this guy. It's and
2: what are you gonna do? I mean, yeah. it's it's one minute. It I tell you what I'm gonna
1: do. If I'm the coach, I'm offering him a scholarship and, yeah. at a high school or grad transfer. Obviously, he's a ball
2: player. Obviously no one else saw this coming outside of LSU because you know, he was riding the pine for, yeah. for he played well, was the hey, well quarterback. in the
1: spring game. He's Ohio
0: football but, player of the year. It's, yeah, I mean but Ohio it's a plays good game, football. You know, yeah. whatever. Um you know, I think it's one thing to miss miss on uh, him coming out of high school. Uh, but as far as the missing when he was looking to transfer, I don't man. think, because no one was saying this last year, and hindsight's he always... He started last year, but he wasn't no,
1: great. He but, was hey, serviceable, but wasn't great.
0: Hindsight's always twenty twenty. His numbers His weren't numbers nearly was... as good as... Adrian Martinez outplayed him last year. I agree. So it's like no one last year thought, oh, shit, I wish we had Joe Burrow, because we had a true freshman that was completely balling yeah. out. And yes, this year we're struggling, and he is excelling, so it makes it look even worse. So I have no problem with it them not offering him last year martinez was doing his thing and no yeah. one last year was i just think is always
1: good i think we should have offered somebody
0: yeah but i think uh i think we could all say right now that quarterback is our deepest position is that is that true yeah,
1: and i'm a big fan of luke mccaffrey too
0: yeah so um it's you know like they said, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and I'll just let you know that Joe Burrow wouldn't be up for the Heisman Trophy if he was playing at Nebraska right now. I he ain't got a line or weapons, <laughs> or he ain't got a bunch of five-star receivers, running backs, offense linemen, uh, Randy Moss' son out there balling out for him. So I don't disagree. Yeah, he wouldn't disagree. be doing the same thing he's doing down there. It's good to see him excel. Yeah. I, like, I like seeing it. LSU is one of the very few SEC teams that I you know don't hate with all my heart. Yeah. Um, so them in Tennessee. Yeah, it's good to it's good to see, but just one of the many talking points. Well, of, and then
2: meanwhile we have a quarterback who hadn't thrown a touchdown pass since the Illinois game. Yeah, that
0: uh, was the
2: last time he threw a touchdown pass. I, didn't right. say, I, didn't, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah,
0: day. wow, 114 days. That was that was two months ago. That's right, one third a year. Yeah, I don't know what I said 114. That was wrong. But yeah, that's that's what <laughs> six uh, five games ago. Yeah, uh, still obviously he two, missed two months ago. Yeah, obviously he missed some time with uh, an injury, <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, but.
1: You know, we also missed the end
0: zone with some passes too. Yeah, let's let's get to that. And I, I don't want to rehash too much on the Purdue game. We're gonna move forward. But um, Thank you. um, you know, my thought was that um, Martinez should have been pulled out of that game. Um, he clearly still isn't a hundred percent healthy. No, and he's not. Adrian Martinez was a special quarterback because of his ability to run if he if he's just sitting back trying to be a pocket passer or throw the ball he is a below average quarterback yep. and the numbers bear that out um and he's How's i don't know game. It's game. Something, something's in his head where he's refusing to run i mean he had the one play on fourth down where frost literally came on the field and told him to run the fucking ball um it's just it's just heartening to see but you know like everything uh, with Nebraska football, we always harp back on the 90s. Anything we can relate to the 90s is what we have to do. And, of course, Frost is, oh, you know, 96. Uh, Tom uh, pulled me out for a possession, put Frankie London in, and, you know, that uh, hurt my confidence, blah, 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 and this, this that, and the third. Zach, being a quarterback, um, what do you think about pulling a quarterback? If you pull Martinez out, is that – a is that detrimental you, do you save is that the change for the rest of the season or can you just pull a quarterback and say hey today's not your day i yeah. mean it it happens everybody's been there where it's like today's not your day what does that do to a quarterback psyche you know when you're having a rough day and you get pulled
2: well, i think it depends on the quarterback and what kind of head he's got on his shoulders yeah. i mean as a quarter previous quarterback you know i i have been in that situation where yeah. i got pulled out of a game and and then it it didn't happen again I i started the next game or whatever but it really depends on your your mentality and your and and your and your mindset because, you know, if it 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 could be situational too. You know, if, right. if they pull you for, you know, whatever reason, and it's it's kind of more of a, uh, like a chess move on, right. on the on the field. Then that's one thing. But if you're just not getting it done on the field, that can that can really like mess with your confidence a little bit. So I feel like, you know, it 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 can go a lot of different ways, but feel like Martinez is the kind of guy with the kind of character that, you know, if you do that, he, he's still going to come back and bounce back and, yeah. and, and, and be effective yeah. on the field.
0: I mean, just – and for the rest of the team, I mean – I think just for coach wise, like uh, I think you just gotta show the team that you're willing to do whatever well, it takes win. to win the game. Yeah. You know, you, whatever it takes to win the game. And if that calls for your starting quarterback to be benched. To get the hook. Or you know, even if it's just for a series yeah. or two and it's not like, oh, pull him out and he just stay on the bench the rest of the season. Though,
1: I truly believe he's a competitor at heart and so I feel like if this would happen from time to time when it was justly due, yeah. I think that's going to light that competitive fire. I don't think he's always had that competitive fire stoked because he knew he was the unquestioned starter going in and for a long time. Right. But he is truly a competitor. I saw him in the coaches clinic, you know, he always he tried to outdo every single person. He had that look in his eye. Every drill we did, he tried to outdo everybody, which is good. But if you pull him here and there that's going to light that competitive fire you know. Yeah.
0: And I think that uh, Vetrel has shown that yeah. um you know I think like I said I think Martinez is a little banged up and Vedril's came in and showed that he's a a better runner than Martinez. <coughs> and
1: he makes quick decisions. Yeah. He really he's
0: does. you know a former track guy. He's got yeah. that quick burst and very decisive. So I think that I think that uh, Vegel should should be getting there and getting some touches. Not saying he needs to supplant Martinez. Yeah, he's not the a wide majeure
1: by any means. Yeah, you exactly. Know, but he comes the-
0: in and brings a different aspect yeah. to to the team, and I think that it would be beneficial for you know for Nebraska to morale
1: the, the team because if you're the if you're not playing well, I mean you got to play the best guy. But yeah.
2: I, I feel like Martinez.
1: I think the last I game he turned okay. a corner. Yeah, uh, I agree.
2: yesterday with with how he played, you know, he he was, there were times, his, though. he
1: was What about the sack, the 21 yard loss on on that sack? Th- that's I mean, a, that's bad a black
2: fall. guy in his performance. I, yeah. I I agree, but overall I feel like he was making quicker decisions. Yeah. I mean, he almost he almost ran for 100 yards. He I did agree. outside
1: of that sack, you know, and He's like a he, 70 He's like a 70% He had know? that there extra he, hitch in his giddy up, I did. feel like yeah. yesterday. And, there were a few times where he relapsed and it was like, shit, man, he's looking for a receiver 5 6 seconds. And I think a lot what contributed to that was the
2: fact that they didn't put too much on his on his shoulders yeah. in the passing. Can't game, do that. Yeah. He only had 23 uh, attempts. Yeah, passing, and and I mean that goes you know with the Wisconsin uh, we, Wisconsin and team.
1: Mills had 10 more carries though, don't you? think? Well, yeah, I
2: agree. Yeah. And I, I and that's that's a great point. Mills balled out yesterday. Yeah, get yeah. him the rock. He
0: finally uh, you know he finally had his breakout game as a Husker. But they fed him the rock. Yeah, too, yeah.
2: he got opportunities.
0: Um, something that you know we've been clamoring for as a uh, as a team, as a fan base, is to give him the ball more. I mean, it's, you know, we didn't have Wondell yesterday, and, you know, it's like we went into the Purdue game, Wondell has already been banged up, and we decided to give him 23 carries, Uh, and most of those carries between the tackles. It's, I have no idea what what Frost is doing some of the time, honestly. It's like we have Mills been back there begging for the football, begging for carries. He's saying all the time, he's nice things a workhorse nice. and we still want to try to bang the <clears throat> 170 pound, you know, 5'8 freshman between the tackles. You know, and early in the season Frost came out and when people were asking about maybe some of the freshman linemen and he said, and I quote, you know, it's hard to win in this big boy league with uh, 18 and 19 year olds in the trenches, but let's run the fucking five foot seven, 170 pounds Freshman between the tackles, yeah. you know, it's like everything you're saying is contradicting to your actions. It's like, yeah,
1: give him tough. the
0: ball, and then all of a sudden, oh, he he. Uh, yesterday he has a breakout game, and especially in the first half, he had what oh. uh, total of the game he had 17 carries for 188. That's 11 yards a clip, yep. and you know how many carries he had in the second half when it's you know it's game I time. Don't know. He had four carries. That's so not enough. it's that's not
1: enough. He should have finished with thirty carries that game. Right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Just you know, ride it out with them. You know, uh, Martinez' I feel run like we're game. We lose Mills. our
1: head when we get off script. We lose our we lose absolutely
2: our mind. A little absolutely. Bit. Start, um, what's kind of sure. shocking too is only three players on our team. Well, I guess it was four had carries yesterday. Yeah. I mean, that's you don't see that very often. What did Wisconsin no. have like? Seven, eight guys. Oh yeah, raised.
1: the receivers were the second leading rushers on the team. Jet yeah. sweep. Yeah, I mean, can we get a reverse this field? Did once?
0: you see what who we're going to when we uh, go to our uh, fucking backup running backs? No, I mean, no, I know I mean, you can't you can't win, you can't win fucking with big time games with and Wyatt a, and white, Brody. I'm Branson.
1: all for white guy walk ons balling out and doing what they need to do, but I took it personally. You know, when he didn't score on that goal line play. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, hooker crook. Got to tooth, nail, tearing every ligament, tendon in my body, breaking every bone. I'm getting in that end zone. No way! Please be. believe me. Once if I'm he, fat and old now. I'm scoring on that play. Yeah.
0: Once he made that first guy miss, uh, when he caught the ball, I was like, I was like, it's touchdown, and got stopped. I felt the same. Brody Belt, kick off, can't catch the goddamn ball. Jesus you know, but let's keep celebrating the walk-ons, man. Right? Just you know, He signed I, three more this week. It's going to be a theme of this show and probably this. Uh. Uh, episode going forward is this fucking walk-on program that people are so set and continuing once again you know it worked in the 90s so we got to keep we got to keep going back to it you know we've got 154 kids on the team you know it's like people- all it all back
1: to in proportion you can't if you have 75 walk-ons right like two of them become starters by the time they're done yeah, yeah. like i'm all for walk-ons my dad was a walk-on he earned his way to being a starter But he wasn't the fucking quarterback. He wasn't the running back. He's not the main guy. Right. Right? He's basically a blocker. He's a hard-nosed dude. Right. Okay? But you're not going to throw a tunnel screen to a walk-on white dude get the touchdown, you know, do or die to bring us within one score. Like, right. if you can't score that, you can't play
0: me. Right, exactly. We need to cut down this walk-on program. It's, you know, it was, yeah, it was great that it worked in the 90s, and some of them panned out to be There's all the Americans. The fullback, tight end, line, yes. But you know how much football's changed since 1994? I mean, A little bit, everything yeah. we do, it's, like I said, it's got to be. options
1: not what most dead. teams run. Yeah, It's, it's
0: got to be, you know. Resorted back to '94, you know. Back on that topic, uh, obviously, another topic has been uh, the defense and Shenander. You know, people oh, are, are calling for his head. Uh, of course, you know that's what happens when uh, you know you're you struggling. Stop anybody. Yeah, you know, when you can't stop a nosebleed, we could
1: have won Purdue if you stopped somebody. So it's
0: um, you know, or and Indiana. then of course you know they bring up well, you know, back in I think the Omaha World Heller put out a uh, article about you know back in '94, '95 uh, team the. Fans were calling for uh, Milt Turner perks head. And you know what? Uh, Osborne stuck with him. And it's just like, can we fucking stop everything but, we but do? We don't have it no has to resort and we don't have back Tom to. We have to resort back to. And 94, it worked. It's like, give me a fucking break with this shit. Like, retire it. We yeah. are a four win fucking team, and they were winning 11 and 12 games a season. There has There is nothing similar the besides Big the goddamn Big jerseys. A? That's it. That's yeah. the only thing similar between those teams and what we have going on here. I will um,
1: say, though, if we played in the Big 12, if we never moved to the Big 10, we'd be bowl eligible right now. Yeah. We'd win six games.
0: Well, here's the thing about that is, like, this season right now, the Big 10 is as best it's ever been since we've been in here. I mean, you've oh, got yeah. teams. Indiana gave pretty quite the fight. Yeah, you Bruce's got teams good. like Indiana stepping up. There are seven teams in the top 25 from the Big 10. Penn uh, State.
1: It's a tough league. Yeah. From the Big 12, we're easily bowl eligible. I'm yeah. telling you right now. I think one of the worst moves we made for the success of our program is moving from the Big 12 to the Big 10. Yep. Yeah. So... So we're twenty games into the Scott Frost era.
0: Zach, give me give me your grade for Scott Frost twenty games into to his tenure.
2: Um I'm just gonna keep it at a C. I think that there's, there's C's
0: get degrees. C's,
2: C's do, do get, get degrees. degrees and I feel unless like, it's in your content area. I still <laughs> feel like we could get to a bowl this year. I yeah. I mean, based on what I saw yesterday, I think we can go and beat Maryland, God willing. Maybe and yes. then and then Iowa, we we really do match up well with. They don't have a whole good lot luck. of offense, and, AJ our, and our, our offense has been better lately. Yeah, I don't it know. has been better. We you can't stop the run though. We, we can't stop the run, but they don't have Jonathan Taylor. You know, I they mean, don't have an elite running be, back. It can I mean, be. Can you even name Iowa's running back? Yeah,
1: Goodson. You, I'm sure you can. And, yeah, I'm not surprised R-Kai by Sergeant. any means, but. Yeah.
2: Um, No, I'll, I'll stick with the C. I think you know he inherited some shit, and we're still de- unfortunately dealing with all of this turnover and yeah. and. Not retaining players. And, yeah. I mean, for the most part, I think most of the moves that have been made have been good. But, you know, we got we to gotta really see a big improvement here starting... It's next year. Yesterday.
0: Yeah. yeah. Starting, right. starting this morning. Yeah. For uh-huh.
1: me, I'm going to give him a C- because... I agree. You know, he inherited a pile of shit, and Riley was trending downward. They didn't fucking do squats for three years, which is ludicrous. Okay. <laughs> nice. So, you know, you're, in pilot, you're, you're inheriting a pile of shit, bunch of transfers. But the reason why I give him the C- minus is because the things you're supposed to be good at, the play calling, right. the dissecting the defense – yeah. I mean, I just haven't seen it every week. I feel like you've reg- he's, Frost has regressed from time to time. He came back. We had a bye week, though. You should be your best after a bye week. You have two weeks to prepare. That's more than any other time. So when he does have that time, he has played better. both Out of both bye weeks, right. we've came out firing. But I still give him a C- because just the regular shit, you should know what to do as a coach. He's kind of mishandled the red shirts and yeah. the offense. and you know It's just stuff that I would assume he would be able to do well. It's just you kind of let me down from here and there. So I'm going to give him a C minus, but I'm still going to hang with him. Yep. Still hanging with him.
0: Well, I mean, the only answer to that question of Scott Frost's grade is, is an F. Um, That's that's it. How did I know you? Yeah, I mean, it's just Uh, you know, let's let's. I don't know I thought it might be a D, but it's an F. It's an F. F? Yeah, (laughs) and if there was an F minus, that's what it would be. What about
1: the two-year contact extension then? Um, That
0: was weird. Let's go ahead and get into that. Um, Why the fuck would you get a two-year? I think that
1: that was the ad in the department's. Chance of like throwing it out
0: there that we stand behind it. Yeah, know. he's on a seven-year fucking contract. There's five years left on this deal. This isn't like oh, there's two years left, and we want the recruits to know that he's going to be here for the four years, so we extend him. This was completely unnecessary, and it just <laughs> it more just goes to show that um this athletic director is you know gonna live or die I like him, live or die with yeah, frost which is fine but there is clearly no reason to extend him and it might just be more money we have to pay out to him once, uh, funny, funny once funny. this deal
1: i think it was like the you, well, hey.
0: the thing about it, is it was bad pr did you yeah. see all the national sites
1: I chose Did to look you see away. it? I chose they, to look away. they
0: said Willie Taggart got fired for a better record than Frost has had in 2 years and Frost gets a 2-year extension. It it was a PR move and it was a terrible yeah. PR move. Yeah. We're the laughing stock of the Big 10 currently. Yep. So Funny side story, uh
2: Frank Solich is Currently uh, negotiating a contract extension oh, yeah. at seventy five years old. Have
1: to ne- why does he have to negotiate anymore? Well,
2: I mean, his contract ends oh, okay. this year. So Ooh, Jesus. seventy five years old.
0: That guy is a staple of the yeah the We got rid of him.
1: And I love amazing action.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Zach's the
1: biggest action fan I know.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, the football program's been struggling, uh, to say the least. It's you know <laughs> what going in two summers ago. You know, with the Frost hire, and then uh, last year with the Hoiberg for basketball, you know, Nebraska is flying, flying high. I think we've got the two top – two of the top five coaches mm-hmm. in the country. Young guys on our Yeah, young, up-and-coming, you know, good-looking dudes. So huh. we're all feeling very good about it, and here we are 18 months in, and – uh the basketball team, uh, turns out they're even worse than the football team. Um, you know, getting beat at home by Riverside and then losing to uh, Panera. SDSU, State. Yeah, SDSU, though.
1: Yeah. You got them jackrabbits.
0: Yeah, so. Best team we've
1: played, too. So
0: the basketball teams has started off even worse. Yeah, they're. Um, is this, uh, this is as bad as Nebraska men's athletics has been in our entire lifetime? We're a volleyball school. Yes. We're cl- oh, I mean, we're clearly a volleyball school. Um. Just, I don't know. Is what do you guys see from? Let's talk a little basketball and football. Just the men's athletic department in general. What, what do you guys feel about Hoiberg and Frost going forward? And is this just going to be an anomaly this year where it's rock bottom? Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. or is there farther to go down? Oh, I'm talking I
1: think, to two guys yeah. that drank the Kool Aid pretty hard, but yeah, I'm yeah. drinking the Kool Aid a little bit and just I think. We're in good hands. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying we're going to the tournament, and I'm not saying we're going to the playoffs yet. Right. But I feel like, you know, we've made our bed. Now we got to lie in it. And we can't just fire somebody after one or two years. Either way, basketball right. or football.
2: Yeah, b- basketball, uh, that first game I watched, was one of the worst performances I've ever watched in Nebraska yeah. basketball history. <laughs> uh, and I'm not – I mean, that was just plain terrible. Couldn't shoot the ball. But I will say that each game they've gotten better. Yeah. yeah. And they looked really, really – I mean, I, this is hard for me to even say because of how bad they looked the first game, but they looked good on yeah. Friday night. Yeah. And I think I, – Hoiberg is – I feel like he's a way better coach than Frost. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah. got way more, you know, years of experience as a yeah. head coach. I mean, he yeah. brought Iowa State from nothing to a national, you know, a national relevancy yeah. year in year out. He coached in, he the in the NBA. He and, and unfortunately, you know, his time in the NBA was really, really um, it was good his first it, year, it was but tough it for went him south. because of injuries. He yeah. every every big time player he had in the NBA was was yeah. injured. Yeah. And he's coached some of the best players of all time in the NBA. Yeah. And, right. and he played in the NBA. And I mean, so and he's such a cool customer. He's yeah. he I'm not worried about the basketball team whatsoever. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think that any big time big time program, I not that we're really a big time program in basketball, but Power Five, I guess. Yeah. It's, it doesn't get thrown around that much in basketball, but um, that term anyway. But the uh, I don't think any team has ever had a turnover turnover ratio like we did this year. Right. We yeah. have one guy back that actually scored points for right. our team, yeah. and and then like and it, I think it's after, and just this this can be a long conversation too, but the NCAA and how they handle like waivers and, and things like rivalry, that, so. I think it's an absolute joke because all these players are getting granted waivers like and everything, and Shamil Stevenson is still not not eligible. Yeah, right. I mean, he's eligible in January, but we could
1: Memphis really, really him right now. Memphis is playing a guy that's in NCAA, is violated NCAA sanctions, and he, they're playing that guy. He's going to be a starter if not the sixth man, and we,
2: we don't have him, and we really, really need a player yeah. like that right now, but... Yeah. yeah,
1: bottom line, basketball is
2: in good hands. Football is yet to be determined, unfortunately, almost two years into the Frost tenure. But, yeah. um,
0: it
1: could be because football is a little harder to target. You know, basketball is, is oh, a basketball smaller
0: is unit. Yeah. Football, basketball is offense, team defense, easier to turn a team around. Yeah. One player in, uh, in basketball would turn your But we're around.
2: starting to see those staples of Frost, what he's trying to do yeah. with, with Garrett Nelson players, yes. and with Wandale. I mean, when you when you have guys like that that are clear leaders on the team as 18-year-old freshmen.
0: right.
1: I mean that's that's huge. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean I clearly feel better about the young guys on our team than I do about the seniors. Our old
1: guys suck though. Um, you know we have Avery Roberts is leading the team in tackles for Oregon State. Yeah,
0: we had uh, the incident yesterday. It came out right before game time that. Uh, Carlos Davis uh, just des- just decided that uh, he wasn't uh, healthy enough to play. i uh, Had been practicing all week and uh, went to the coaches 30 minutes before game time and said, uh, "You know, I'm not good enough to go. To, I'm not What's healthy enough to you? go. I don't know." He's but a marshmallow. But when you
2: squeeze a marshmallow. What do you feel?
0: It's soft. That's softness, what he is. Yeah, yep. he is a little He's bitch, a big tough so, guy. Big yep. bitch. So for you know, his with, brother's
1: playing with the fucking elbow brace on.
0: With him. that, you know, I would. I'm just if I'm frost. That's it. You're a senior, and you we got Tyron, three games John left. Tyron Ferguson. Yeah. yeah, it's like, listen, man, you can be done here. Yeah, okay? I'm done with you. Honestly, if you're not willing to go out there and play against Wisconsin, a team that you've never beat and really never competed with, in your four years here, the closest game they've ever had. Garrett Nelson would go out with a broken neck and play. Yeah. of course. So it's just, you know, it. And, you know, Frost had been, you know, dropping the hints. I mean, you know, he had that quote earlier in the week. You know, a vast majority of the guys are, yeah. uh, are ready to uh, play, are excited to play against Wisconsin, yeah, yeah. excited for the final three games of the season. It's like a vast majority. I mean. That,
1: that pissed me off. A vast majority, should be everybody dialed in, right. do or die. A vast exactly. majority. I saw that. And I was pissed off. Oh, as a that,
2: that's such a bad. That was never even a, a question. Tank. We played yeah.
1: football. We played D3 football. It was never a question, bot or not. You know every player they just get on the field is going out there, do or die, like, break my neck over this, don't care. We,
2: we had a receiver who barely played. He was a vocal leader, but he threw up before every game because he was nervous. Like, Yeah. I mean, it's that's that's a want. That's a want
0: to be there. A want, and to a want to be there, and a want, down to, to ride or yeah.
1: die. Like, yeah. we don't have that, and you need that to win real games.
0: Yeah, time to, uh, you know, maybe cycle, ready to cycle some yeah, of these guys out of, out of the program. So, um, you know, the team – you know, yesterday in the game, uh, obviously we jumped out on them, had a great opening drive, which has been a theme for Scott Frost, Been able to put together that great opening script and uh, got us on the board early, got us the lead. You know, Nebraska's feeling good about itself, and uh, you know, take the lead seven nothing. And on the ensuing kickoff, um, you know, we went ahead and let the uh, um, Wisconsin run it back to it, back on us. So it's seven seven. And, you know, we've talked about it all year, about just the mental psyche of Nebraska. And, you know, I thought, I thought that, you know, when they ran it back, I thought that could be the breaking point. But uh, when they picked off that tip ball and scored there, I knew that, that Nebraska, under no circumstance, was going to be able to come back and win because they're a mentally weak team, mentally yep. fragile team. And, you know, it also came out over the bye week that uh, Nebraska is looking into hiring a team, uh, um, so sh- what's the – a social emotional Uh, psychologist a psychologist a sports psychologist i thought i thought ron brown was basically that yeah you can do that you shouldn't
1: publicize that yeah you know because that's gonna chip away at the
0: Mm -hmm. team's comments exactly a sports psychologist i mean it's like you guys need to be able to be self-motivated to get yourself to go like it's every saturday it's a time to compete it's like i don't know It's
1: it's like it's game day is a special day you practice every day you muck through this shit you do your best you you better your craft yeah. So you can ball it on game day,
0: right? Game day
1: is a holiday.
0: Yeah, a lot's been made of uh, Frost's uh, in coach or in game coaching. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we brought it up with the fact that Mills was uh, averaging 11 yards a carry, and then he decided to only get four yards of carry or four four carries in the second half. Um, just in the way he's managing the red shirts. Um, Is it maybe time for Frost to maybe give up the play-calling duties and take the CEO kind of uh, role for this program and kind of just manage all of the intricacies of game day and the team and give up the play-calling duties? Because he seems to get lost in the play-calling and uh, lets a lot of things slide through the cracks and just – you know doesn't have a full grasp of the whole totality of the game because his face is buried in the playbook trying to look for the next play what do you guys think about him maybe well, giving up the play calling yeah duties? I mean I
2: think we already touched on it you know the fact that he has to hire a sports psychologist I mean that's <laughs> that's kind of on the head coach too yeah you have to be able to manage your team I mean you know you know what you signed up for here right I mean he yeah. played through it and you know he's he's had experience at UCF and then as a coordinator at various um, universities but like he the fact that he's he's doing the play calling and then just placing blame on everybody else when things go wrong. Right. I mean, <laughs> at some point you have to be a little bit accountable on yourself and, and you know, you know take a look in the mirror. Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. I think that's been uh, my biggest issue with Frost, uh, especially this season, is the lack of accountability on his own. Yeah. And for, you know, it's like
1: you're – It's a little off-putting because he seems very much like he should accept responsibility. He's very much about doing things the right way as a person. Yeah. But then when it comes to him, it it seems like it's hard for him to accept – the things that he's preaching to other people.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's he's been pretty supportive of his entire coaching staff and just yeah. which you know, is
1: honorable, but which, but they have not been getting it done. I'm right. not a, I'm you know, Genander is good person whatever. I don't like the 3-4. I don't like his scheme. If you're going to run a 3-4, you got to bring the heat. Right. Got to bring pressure. You got to, especially when you don't have a game
0: breaker at outside yeah. linebacker guy. That's when you got just three, four, that, and
1: you got regular three, four, right. Five tech DNs that are really D tackles, and then a nose tackle. You're getting no pressure yeah. when
0: you don't have a guy that you know continually needs to be double teamed, and you need to figure <laughs> out where Sue, he's at. You don't have Sue.
1: You don't have Donald. Right. I mean, you got to bring the heat, and he's dropping eight. It's
0: yeah. dumb. So yesterday after the game, uh, at Scott Frost press conference was the first time that um, you know I you know I heard some frustration and some uh, you know potential maybe uh, changes going forward on the defense. Uh, he just seemed really fed up with the defense. Um, you know, the obviously the Purdue game, we needed one stop, you know, one stop to uh, to win the game. That's all we needed. And the defense played well in that Purdue game throughout most of it, but when it was crunch time and we needed a stop, they could not provide it. They, when we it was going into halftime, they allowed a touchdown going into halftime. Um, and then Nebraska takes the lead, those last two possessions, Martinez scores. we immediately give up a touchdown for them to take that lead, go back down the field, retake the lead, and then we let Purdue go 90 some yards with a third string walk on quarterback to beat us. so it 's just a matter of you know getting stops when stops are needed. you know it 's getting that one stop to close the team out to win the game, and just hasn 't done it. like I said, he 's given up 30 plus points a game. And that was fine at UFC when you're averaging 57, well, yeah. but you're they not play good, You're not going to average football. 57
1: points in the Big Ten. You know, okay? I saw the film of that in the coaching clinic. I saw the film of all their big plays. They don't play that good at defense in the AAC. Right. One guy gets beat. It's a touchdown. Right. They're scoring 50 points. Yeah, you give up 30. You, you put up 50. You win. The Big Ten doesn't work that way. Right. You've got to do it right.
0: Outside of uh Ohio State, like there's not teams averaging fifty plus a game. No so way. like Maryland did the first two weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Now we're
2: playing now, them this week. Now, now they're the bottom the bottom feeder of yeah. the Big Ten with yeah. Rutgers. Zach,
0: what and, do you uh, I don't know, what are you seeing on defense from Chenander? and what what do you th- you think there's a possibility of him maybe making a change coming into uh next season? Um, yeah, I mean Possibly, I mean, sure. I, I don't, I don't
2: love to see it because I think that really disrupts, um, yeah. you know, the the cohesion of the coaching staff. But, um, you know. At, at the very least, you know, our, our obviously our corners have been improved this year. And, you know, that's. Lamar
1: Jackson played like a man
2: yesterday. He though. did. Never mind. Yeah. Me. And, he did and, like and he Boodle
1: man. did fine, too. No, he took on it. some blocks. No, no. Lamar Boodle, Jackson.
0: Boodle forgot his
1: arms. Yeah. But Rob well, said run his way. Lamar Jackson cut out two blockers yeah. and stuffed the ball at the line of scrimmage. But to that he point,
2: too, ball. most corners play good against Wisconsin because they just don't really put a lot of pressure on you right. in the passing game. Yeah. But. Um, no, Got I mean our linebacker. Our, our linebacker play is absolutely putrid. I, I just we're so slow there. Yeah. yeah, and we have no business running a three four.
1: No, we can't run it. We yeah. we need to have and one das less linebacker
2: seems... on the field and yeah. then one more physical defensive our, lineman on our, our on linebackers the line. can't get off blocks. And see, uh, Alex you,
1: Davis and two point stance makes me throw up.
2: Yeah, and and make it makes me throw up when I have to watch our linebackers uh, um, try and chase a uh, receiver on a drag route or yeah, the, you know, I mean a the uh, whatever before God the forbid we ever run slams
0: before the Wisconsin game the last. The last three coaches in their press conference uh, after they beat us, you know, all came out and said the exact same thing about our defense. They said, well, we knew Nebraska's big up front and was able to stop a lot of stuff up the gut. So, yeah. but if we we thought if we could get their uh, linebackers running east to west, that we'd oh. be able to make plays. And it's like literally three coaches in a row came out and diagnosed everything we've been seeing all season that our linebackers can't run and can't get off of blocks. And, you know, Barrett Rood's the inside linebacker coach, and, you know, obviously being uh, Southeast southeast alumni, you know, Barrett... Pain's, it pains me to hear you do this, nah, but it, it's, it's uh, due.
1: It's, uh, it's due. You've held off for a couple of weeks. I'm it's, not gonna uh, lie.
0: you know, it, it's... We went Southeast. Barrett was... Uh, Last senior, I mean, it was like God to us. I mean, Barrett Rude was the best high school football player I've ever seen, and Barrett Rude is held in high regard in my in my household. Um, you know, he was basically like a god walking around at Southeast. And unfortunately, as some of you guys know, um, even God lets you down sometimes. And uh right now the linebackers are clearly on a bad team, they're clearly by far and away the worst position group yeah. that we have. Um it's I mean, like I said, Barrett's all good in my book, but uh – You know, the the results are are what the results are. And right now, the middle linebackers are pathetic at best. They
1: made a lot of tackles yesterday, but there are also times where it's one on one with the running back in the hole and they miss the tackle. Yeah. Can't have that. And and there's something to
2: say about the fact they're making all these tackles, but most of those
0: tackles are eight
1: yards after. Right. Right. Two inside linebackers combined for 23 tackles, but Jonathan Taylor had 25 carries for 205 yards. Yeah.
0: Well, Jonathan Taylor, obviously, we know he's the top running back, but, you know, there's a lot of these guys that, uh, you know, they say, uh, they fall forward after contact, and Jonathan Taylor doesn't fall forward. He gets another four to five yards after contact. Yeah. Like
1: it's before he falls forward.
0: Yeah, that guy. Uh, nothing but good things to say about him. Obviously, he broke I a mean,
1: rockers record from most rushing. Yeah, yards obviously, anybody, anybody that
0: anybody that listened to the fucking game knows that because they uh, beat that like a goddamn dead horse throughout the game. Is he going to win the Heisman this year? No. no, no you not, think it's Burrow? No, Burrow,
2: Burrow is. Burrow is yeah, going for five hundred yards yesterday. So
0: it's yeah. uh, you know it, the linebackers obviously are. You think
1: if Barrett's playing, is he making those plays that they're not? Uh, yeah, I yeah,
0: mean, I like agree. you said, Barrett's the man. I
1: know, I know, right? Barrett, yeah. he's making them. I mean, we get
0: yeah, but how uh, frustrating
1: is that as a coach when you watch a guy that can't make the plays that you can play, even though you're old and you can still make the play?
0: Right, exactly. I mean, I think we all think, there's a couple guys that uh we think that if our coaches lined up, that we'd be better off at the oh, position. Easily. You don't think we'd be better off with Frost running quarterback?
1: Oh my god, I think if anybody, <laughs> I mean, Troy
0: Walters might be our best receiver. Yeah, I mean, that guy Blinkoff was award. that guy won the Blitnikoff. I mean, Troy if Walters he catches
1: that tunnel screen, he's house
0: Past. First so. ever breaking news in, uh,
2: in the podcast I don't
1: know, yes. oh, yeah. What's up? Breaking news
2: Breaking news, we uh, Surprise, surprise, we got a three-star recruit oh, We got a three-star wait, Hey, well, I mean, sh- it's better than a walk-on Offensive tackle, 6'6", 310 pounds, though You gotta love that All right, Class yeah. of 2021 Where's he, he's he of, from? He's from Got him out of Hawkeye country My guess was Iowa At least we could beat him in something Yeah, we love plucking guys
1: out of Iowa He's in Iowa,
2: he's Is he better than John Reardon? He, he's got God. offers from Georgia, Iowa State, Missouri, oh, Nebraska. No, yeah. I'm in, I'm okay, I like
1: that. Georgia. Hey, did. Watt was a two star.
2: six-six-three-ten as a junior. He's a
1: big boy. Yeah. A his, big guy.
2: Unfortunately, his first name's Henry. You can't. Again, going back to the marshmallow comment, it sounds like a soft guy with yeah. the name Henry. But
1: prove him wrong, Henry. Yep. Um,
0: you know, we early in the season, obviously, we did a lot of harping on on um, how bad the offensive line play and Cam Jurgens has played. So I definitely want to take some time out to <laughs> say that. Uh, Sorry. These guys <laughs> have clearly progressed. and yeah. You know, it's not like they're Wisconsin offensive line or anything, but uh, they have clearly gotten better throughout the season. Uh, Cam Juergens, uh, you know point he's now. he's you know he's an elite athlete, and you know what it took him seven eight games to get it right. But I will tell you this: by the end of his four years, Cam Jurgens will be an All American and be a high uh, draft pick at center. I mean, he's an elite athlete, and you know took him seven eight games to yeah. learn the position. And guess what? He's got three other he's got three years left. Yep. offense line has progressed. I think something that helped us so maybe out that yesterday bodes
1: well for the two year extension.
0: Right. <laughs> so. Um, You know, I think that bodes well for us going forward. Um,
1: I think our line played pretty well. <laughs> we ran the rock. Yep. You know, we protected him at times. At times he got pressured, but we did protect him at times. Yeah, I'll, he was holding the ball a lot, too. Yeah, I'll say they this, too. They ran some exotic blitzes, too. that got us, you know, some twists and stuff. I'll say this, too.
2: Greg Austin, offensive line coach, is yep. one of the coaches that has – he didn't and back he, down. He, no, he's earned himself he's, a, a raise. He's earned a check. Two years in a row, our offensive line has has gotten better yep. throughout the year.
0: Yep. And these guys all everybody on our offense returns next year. Yeah. Not sure if that's a great thing or not, but uh obviously Except for Noah. Yeah. He can go. Yeah. Him and Mike Williams. He had his best game I didn't count those though. guys as starters. So yeah. him and Mike Williams are gone. That's it. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, Jack Stoll made some plays, too. He did. Yeah. I think the one thing that helped us out yesterday, I don't know if you guys remember back when uh, Mike Leach was still at Texas Tech, oh, yeah. where they would go with those huge splits. Huge back splits. To you know, spread splits. them out. And I love it. If you watched the game yesterday, that's what Nebraska was yeah. doing. They were getting, you know... Three, four, or you know, two, three yard splits in between uh, guards and tackles, and it just helped create some of those lanes where we are yeah. we were able to gash them. I mean, I agree. Uh, if you're
1: going to run a high tempo offense and run the ball inside zone, all that zone blocking, you've got to have the big splits. Though. Well, especially yeah.
2: against a team like Wisconsin, too, yeah, and they're not they have those super big mobile guys up front, yeah. Too, so you got to spread them right.
1: out
0: and make them, you know. Yeah, do fight against make a, what they do
1: best. Yeah, you're on an like, island; they got
0: to cover a lot of ground. here. Yeah, exactly. that's hard for you. Yeah, so uh, obviously that opened up some uh, lanes for us. So I thought that was you know improvement. And like I said, uh, Greg Austin's uh, he's earned his yeah. Pay, and pay and he got, got a lot of
1: shit at the beginning of the year, so he he's sure did. bowed up. He sure un- did. Unlike some of our
0: other coaches or positions, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uh. And then uh, you know we talked about it earlier this year, maybe two episodes ago. I said that uh, you know Nebraska is going to get say, a kickoff return yeah, uh, taken to the house you've on been us. It's ideas. been. I mean, the guy kicks it to the 15 yard line. We don't have a guy. I mean, I, honestly, we're better off kicking the ball out of bounds. We yeah. should give it to him at the can't 35. Give t- can't give him a touchdown yep. that way. Give it to him at the 35 because we don't have a guy that can kick. And we thought, oh well, you know, Pickering's back and okay, our kick game solved. Well, fuck, he sucks now too. Yeah, I he- mean.
1: Jesus. He's probably playing injured, too. He's better than what we got. Yeah,
0: it's, I mean, the Kick special teams is a complete fucking joke. Complete joke. We can't kick off the ball. We can't kick field goals. We can't cover punts. We can't cover kickoff returns. There is not one aspect of. Have
1: we threatened anybody with a kickoff return? What's return? our
0: What's our longest
1: kickoff return? Maybe to the 33 30 yard line. We had one return at the beginning of the year, and that was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And besides that, we have made no impact splash plays on special teams. Just, we've caused no turnovers. Our gunners have made no plays. Yeah, our kicker turners. No, you know, Brody Bell's our kicker turner.
0: Right. I mean, and come he on. Coughed it up yesterday. Come on. It's just. Uh, it's hard get- to watch It's hard to watch To see a special teams That inept and Especially When you're it's a bad one, it's team It's one third Of the ball game Yeah When you're a bad team Like you need All ass We need For you Nebraska need- to win Nebraska needs Everything to go right And with one third Of the game Being Lacking. a complete Dumpster fire Just sets us up For failure Oh yeah
1: it's just- Then you gotta dump In the defense to compete Exactly And we so- can't We can't put a full game Together anyway
0: Yeah It's uh, yeah disheartening But um, you know The offense racked up over 500 yards is the most yards, uh, second most yards Wisconsin's given up in five years. Yeah. So, I mean, that's they've played, you know, Alabama, Ohio State, LSU. They've played some good teams. They've played all those teams in the last five years. So, for Nebraska to come out and, uh, you know, put up some yardage. Uh, unfortunately, when we got to the red zone, uh, we really struggled. Right now, Nebraska currently ranks 113th in red zone oh. scoring. Uh, red zones. That kind of
1: goes back to, though, do you think Frost in. should be calling the plays or not? I, like if we have a, a guy whose only job is to call the plays and really dissect what we're doing, yep. we might become more efficient in these weird areas. You know, yep. the red zone, different stuff like that.
0: Situational football. Yeah. Situational it's football huge. Nebraska is very lacking. Yeah.
1: We we did that's the better. Big part.
2: We did better with getting them off the field on third down, though. We did. Yep. We
1: played defense better.
2: I mean, they were 33% from, on third down. Yep. So, I mean, that's a silver lining, I guess. For, yeah. You know, and we were fifty percent on third down, which is.
1: I would say we only need a new offensive coordinator if he's going to be better. You
2: look at the the box score and the team stats without looking at the score, and it looks like we should have won this game. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the last couple games. I mean, the Purdue game, we blocked two fucking punts and had two turn, won the turnover game, and got beat. When's the last time you how do you block two two punts and punts and get beat?
2: I and mean, we got beat by their like fifth string quarterback. Exactly, that's player. even worse. And
1: like, he was like, he completed every pass in yeah. the, the draft. Yeah,
0: I mean, Nebraska loves finding a new way to get beat. They um,
2: at least we didn't beat ourselves yesterday.
0: No, it, we just went to get a, a better team. team. They were. A uh, team. I think the whole state was kind of you know in on that we we're about to get beat. Um, I think we
1: yeah we didn't cover I don't, them, I don't, that. Yeah, was. I
0: don't think you're going to feel like as somber of a tone no. this yeah. week because there was some, a lot of good yards.
2: things to take away. Yeah, there's a lot of good things to take away. We. We did something on offense against them that no other team that they've played this year has been able to do. There's
0: positive things to take away from the game. Unlike unlike the Purdue game where there was nothing positive to take, there was positive things to take away from the Wisconsin game. Zach, um, you attended the game. I was down there tailgating at the Blur tailgate. Um, What what do you think for the – what you take for the vibe and the feel of the game? I mean, for me, coming into the game, there was – I mean, I usually tailgate over there by the – uh, my parents tailgate over there by the baseball fields. There's usually people taking money for parking and shit. Well, guess what? No one's doing that because no one's at the fucking game. No one's down tailgating. The place is a fucking ghost town. Yep. Um, it feels like Nebraska fans
1: have already
0: We've mailed, mailed it, it in. Yep. You know, what, what was
2: the inside of yeah. the stadium like? We got down there... Um you know, about two hours. We got downtown about two hours before the game, and we went to one of the local establishments that we we frequent. And yeah, there was there was no one there. And, <laughs> and then you know, I mean, we we made it, in, obviously made it into the game, and and it was it was you know full as usual, but right. there wasn't there wasn't a buzz really. No. You know, there wasn't a buzz. We, things got pretty exciting when we scored first, and right. And you know, it, it kinda got taken back a little bit when they returned that kickoff and Cam Taylor Britt escorted the, the returner into the end zone. So him to the end zone. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean for the most part the fans stayed engaged. We did got get told by one person to uh to tone it down a little bit, which is Tone about it down. To oh, it's hard. like
0: I know, and that's and there's always gotta be that one tone person it down. Thing. Yeah, I know. The, can can you sit down please yeah. and can you stop cussing? And it's like Hey
1: come on man. This is a mean, game
2: day, bro. Right? Like overall it was fairly normal except you know, there just wasn't the normal energy and buzz in the stadium like they usually Are we out.
1: are we in danger of losing our solid streak? Notre Dame's in danger of losing they their solid did. streak. They did, they did yeah. 73. Yeah. It ended
2: at like 73 170 or uh,
0: 273. 273. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Since, are we
1: in danger of that if we keep sl- slacking
0: like this? I will tell you that it needs to go. It's the last thing Nebraska's the hanging their hat on. It needs to go. It just break the sellout streak and, and start let's over. just just start fresh like you said that's the one thing that we hang our hat on yeah and right ignored. now it's the only thing we have to hang our hat on that's with it. Nebraska football it's that our last it,
1: national title in 97 yeah
0: it needs to go um you know it's just I'm tired of hearing about it it's the only thing that is special about Nebraska right now and it's I'm ready to see it be gone and they mm-hmm. haven't put a product on the field that warrants a sellout game i mean the product they put on the field warrants twenty thousand people in the stands Mm -hmm. you know so it's uh one of those things that needs to go but um you know like i said there's positive things to take away from the wisconsin game we're going into maryland which uh you know is also one of the bottom feeders of the big 10 along with us um it's a quote unquote a winnable game for us um (laughs) not according to the fbi yeah so if you we're four and six we're Desperately need to get to six wins. I think if Nebraska could take what they did on offense and
1: apply that to Maryland. Fine-tune that
0: a little bit. I think we can go into into Maryland and get a W and then that puts us at five wins and it sets up for your arch fucking rival, the piece of die, shit baby. Iowa Hawkeyes coming to town with a bowl game on the line. And at that point, you just let your nuts hang and let everything nuts all hang out. Time time. Yeah, it's time to – every those trick plays nuts, that you've been drawing up – Yeah, that those trick plays you've been drawing up in the summer, All the, anything you got in the playbook, it's time to throw it all out there and just let the cards fall – You know, let the chips fall as they may. Um, I think that we go into Maryland and win. And, you know, like I said, that's, it becomes that becomes a big win, game. Though, if
1: we win the Maryland game, we have five wins. We've got one more win than we did last year. Do we consider us upward trend- trending or not? If we, I mean, if we
0: if we can get to six wins and get the bowl game, if we get
1: to six wins, that's a it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, I'm saying let's it's say we totally, beat Maryland, and we lose to Iowa, but it's competitive. Is that okay? No, Nope. No. nope. It's no because I feel like that we, we would be feel better about how... to a D
2: plus. We would feel better about how last year ended. Yeah. Than this year because we trip. we got progressively worse this year yeah I, I mean outside of
1: a couple you know I mean here and there yeah but yeah. we
2: we talked about moral victories in one of the episodes and <laughs> this definitely wasn't one Taylor's but it was a big fan of moral victories no I, I hate them <laughs> I mean the fact that we did what we did on offense against a team like Wisconsin again I've mm-hmm. I've hammered this home already but um, no but you know if we only win five games this year that's that's A sidestep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're shuffling. It's one more than we're shuffling. So
0: if Nebraska can, you know, nut up and get these last two victories, um, I mean, mean, the dynamics around this program, this state, this team would completely flip from what they are right now. Because right now, it's a very fractured fan base. I mean, there's people, um, you know, sometimes myself, you know, that (laughs) criticize Frost very heavily. Um, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm not one of those guys calling for him to be fired. We've proven that firing coaches does not work. Um, let the guy, yeah, let yeah. the guy have his time. Yeah, let the guy have his time. But, um, you know, if somehow, miraculously, we can go out and get these two wins and make it to a bowl game, I think that uh, the whole team and uh, the state is feeling a lot better about where this program is, and hopefully that can leapboard board us into uh, next season. But, you know, it all starts with the game um, Saturday at maryland you know don't don't be like purdue and let them let their get right game be against you so uh zach what do you see coming for these last two games and what do you think uh, is possible here
2: well i think as long as we keep progressing on offense like we've seen um you know we've offense hasn't been the issue there for a while this season it was but i think that you know what we saw from dj mills yep going forward we need to get him at least 20 carries a game I, We'll probably get 16 of them in the first half and then, and then maybe three or <laughs> four Trail in the second. On, right? but, um, With the I think that's that a really positive step forward. And yep. the J.D.'s kind of come on lately. So offensively, I think we're in a good place to go there and, and get it done. Mm-hmm. Defense, we I mean, we just need our linebackers to just miraculously get faster in the next few <laughs> yeah. days. But, yeah. um, I think we, I, our defense is serviceable enough to get a win at Maryland. And yep. then, you know, we get that win. We break a four-game losing streak. We have a big game. You know, on the on the national BTN stage against right. Iowa Live Friday, and um, you know, again, I think we match up really well with that team, yep. Iowa. Um, and
0: what they know. want to do on offense matches our strengths on defense. Um, you know, we're tough up the middle. Um, so, like you said, it's uh, you know, you get this win at Maryland, and you know, sometimes, like I said, it's just like basketball seeing seeing the ball go through the hoop. And, you know, you're feeling good and you've got your rival coming to town. So I think everybody would be all in, dial it in for that. So it's, uh, you know, there's still things ahead of us that, uh, you know, that we can do to have this program flipped around and everybody feeling good about it. So uh, I look forward to seeing the rest of the rest of the season and hopefully they can change it. But uh, I don't know. What do you, I just uh, kind of just a national stage perspective. What do you guys outside of Nebraska what else are you guys seeing out there? I know we're all college football fans, so we uh, take in all the other games. Uh, what do you guys see in a NASP perspective? What are you guys thinking of the top couple teams or who's going to shake out to be the uh, the final four?
2: Well, it seems like LSU and Ohio State and everybody else at this point. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so. And I think the injury to Tua is huge, too. Yeah, that, yeah. so that
0: that's end of them there. So yeah, they're done there. Us. So. Mac um, Jones
1: is no two-attack of Iowa. I think,
0: you know, quietly, Clemson has uh, yeah, turned Clemson, the page, and they've smokes. started... Uh, he was... Davo Sweeney was sure
2: fired up yesterday. Yeah,
0: Clemson's turned the page and started to look like the team that uh, many people thought they would be at the beginning of the season, so... And they've won all their games, yeah, too. Yeah, I think the LSU, Clemson, and uh, Ohio State have clearly separated themselves. Um, I will say, Ohio State's the only team that ain't been even tested yet. Yeah, Not tested, yeah. but they've been tested, but they haven't... <laughs> They, they haven't even been close. Yet. Yeah, they they're off. They have the best offense and defense combo in the country. And Minnesota's boat finally submerged. Yeah, um, and you know,
1: Minnesota's out of the
2: conversation. They lost. We Taylor, we talked about this a little bit before this, but unfortunately, you know Iowa always gets that that win every year. They do. Yeah. They're just a solid program. Yeah. You know, who's they're, they're, that fourth
1: team in though? Is it Georgia?
0: Um, at this point,
1: I mean, it has to be Georgia because they were fourth yeah, last year. But they've, they've
0: got to play LSU in the title game, so yeah. I think that eliminates they, it. Uh, I'm looking at a team like Oregon to sneak well, up, yeah, sneak yeah. up, they and they've uh, been
1: playing tough football all year. But they're yeah. pretty hot lately, and
0: don't don't uh, sleep on. I mean, I would hate to see it, but uh, Utah.
1: Yeah. Utah is quietly Utah. coming off they those have rankings. A Pac-12 yeah, they've got to, to play. They've also. got. I, so I could see is them. Is that Oregon? Yeah, I could don't yeah. know if it's Pac-12 bias, but I just don't take Utah seriously. I don't know. can do I can enough either. on Offense. I, I, I just don't they think they can play
0: early. It. Um, USC. USC. Oh, yeah. So they have five, That's five stars on the loss. Yeah,
1: not a good loss. They got some five stars. They got beat one on one, but I just I can't take Utah stars? Yeah, UCA, USC
0: does that'd be nice if we had some.
1: I know, right? I don't know what those are like, but
0: Yeah. So I I think that. Those two teams out of the Pac-12 uh, quietly, you know, making their way. And then, um, you know, uh, Oklahoma, obviously, with yeah. their uh, big-time comeback last night, you know, I sat and watched that whole game. And they that didn't was,
1: have C.D. Lamb either. That was probably the most impressive Yeah, Jalen
0: Hurts put him in a hole early, uh, coughed yeah. it up twice through an interception on in the first half. And, you know, we're down 28-3 at halftime. And uh and then he uh put the team on his back and uh showed us I mean I think we all have seen this is year 4 of seeing Jalen Hurts play. I mean, I think the whole country's got nothing but respect for that guy and especially uh, this year. Yeah. He hasn't backed
1: down from anything. Yeah,
0: he came out and put the team on his back and it was and you know, the whole second half was strictly QB run game like, all, all day. I mean, it he was just with
1: over 100 rushing and 297 passing. Is he
0: going to be the best quarterback in the NFL coming from this class? Jalen Hurts? No. Who is? I I like Herbert yeah you uh, like Herbert him. more
1: yeah Herbert, you know, then there's Tua discussion. He's hurt and Joe Burrow. I don't I think Tua is to I think be worth it, outside shit, of
0: though. outside of the uh, injury that aside, I I was never bought into Tua. No, I was not either.
1: I think he's just too fiery to play. I don't know. I don't. I know. think he's you know, I think he's
0: one of those guys that undersized. plays on an elite team. It's like when was the last time we saw a quarterback, he's like a Ken Dorsey, that was on an elite team that turned out to be elite in the pros? It's yeah. like all the all the quarterbacks that are really good played on average yeah. to below average teams because right. Tua, he, I mean, he's. He's, like he's Ken Dorsey, every time he goes Light. on the field, he's gonna have better talent than the other the other team. Oh, so. yeah, offense, defense, O line, yeah. everything. And unfortunately, the games where he's been close to like talent, he's gotten beat. You know, mm-hmm. so he got out dueled by Deshaun Watson. You know how big of a stud he is. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, I don't know. i <laughs> make sure to see it. Like I said, I think um, I'm really high on Ohio State. I think they would dog walk uh, LSU. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I it's LSU. No, I I if LSU and Ohio State played right now. I would bet yeah. Ohio State anything under fourteen. If Chase
1: Young plays or doesn't play,
0: with especially especially if Chase Young yeah. plays, but even if he doesn't
1: play, you think he's to win?
0: Yeah. Because that defense, I mean, they have the number one. They, they have the number right one there, draft pick. Fucking every getting position. after the quarterback, and then they corner also ends. then they have number a two. shutdown corner. And
2: yeah. the you know who intercepts best on his back. East,
0: and you know Justin Fields isn't getting a lot of run for Heisman, but uh, he's but he's efficient. Everything he does, he, runs, yeah. throws.
1: I mean, he he's getting pulled. He's, he's getting
0: pulled at halftime because they're running it up on everybody. Yeah, I mean, he's done for two
1: hundred yards at halftime. Their
0: closest game of the season was their first game against Florida Atlantic, and they beat him by thirty. That was their closest game of the season. Yeah, he's not been tested. They've got got a big game against Penn State this weekend and that's where game days at um so that could be a tough game Penn State's pretty good Penn State's good so we'll see what uh, Ohio State's about but I I am a firm believer in Ohio State and I uh, you know I'll be rooting for them fucking in the final four cuz I'll root for all Big 10 teams gotcha. um you West know comes to uh, you know, I only root for Iowa if they're playing an SEC team. <laughs> like, if it's they're playing Big Ten, yeah, if they're playing Big Ten. So only mean,
2: bowl games then, because they, they scheduled Northern Iowa in there. Exactly.
0: The games. only time I root, a, a root for Iowa is when they're playing an SEC team in a bowl game. Besides that, <laughs> fucking, I hope they lose everything. Iowa stayed had a
1: big win yesterday. Yeah. 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 In Iowa? yeah. So
0: yeah, the Texas? whole uh, Tom Herman thing ain't working out too well in Texas. You know, yeah. there's there's teams out there that have no reason to be bad T- ever. Texas and Texas is at the top
1: of that. goddamn Texas and players? USC and
2: UCLA. Yeah, yeah those are teams. Players. Yeah,
1: and Florida My, State, Miami, Miami. I yeah. mean, all those. Yeah, there's a lot of teams in disarray right now that shouldn't. Be. There is. There is a lot of you know
0: teams that. Uh, Especially when you don't have recruiting issues. I mean, Texas. Yeah, then what's the problem? Yeah, exactly. And I Coaching. thought Tom Herman was a good coach, but I think he's uh, a good coach. it doesn't seem. It, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not bearing out to the way. No, be their that defense is very, very parallel to Frost doing well at UCF as Tom Herman at, at, at Houston. Houston, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's. Uh, there's still a lot to go. I think we're probably going to see another upset or two, major upset, shake up, uh, you know, up at the top. But what if uh, Michigan?
1: What if Michigan beats Ohio State? Uh,
0: Michigan right now is playing pretty good, goddamn pretty football good defense. Yeah, yeah they're uh, you know. They kind of went off the radar after they got uh, blown out by Wisconsin. But uh, right now, Michigan's playing pretty good football.
2: And played the most boring game I've ever watched against Iowa.
0: Yeah. That was the most boring game in college football. Good old Big Ten football.
1: 11 11 o'clock now, right? Three yards in a cloud of dust.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm excited for the rest of the season, Um, especially if Nebraska can somehow find a fucking way to. Get that W and come into the Iowa game, you know, with it all on the line. I mean, I am
1: a little worried about Maryland. Though they got some good players. They got Anthony McFarland at running back. They got Josh Jackson at quarterback. They've got some guys. that got some experience. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Maryland can absolutely beat us. They could, and they put up fifty. I mean, Hell. at the beginning of the year, Hell. you know, they're kind of like hit or miss. Hell, but, but uh, it's no guarantee we're going to win this game. No, ab- absolutely not. Absolutely we're gonna not. need to bring our best stuff. I would say, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if the lines
0: just came out, but uh, I would say they're probably three point favorites. Maryland, at home. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's well, gonna be, it's gonna Freddy be, James it's TV. gonna be in a window of three. So yeah. it, can we stop them? And on it'll the probably run? be bet down to a pick'em game by the time kickoff. Yeah, Husker comes fans are gonna bet hard because Husker fans love drinking that Kool Aid, and and you know, I'll be one of them. by right? time, By time Friday comes along, I'll be like, you know what, I like us this week. <laughs> you know? Oh shit, I, I like our chances. Shit, we're pick'em. Let's so, take that. So um that's it for this week's episode. I uh, appreciate you guys joining in uh go big red as always and uh you know let's take some things that uh we saw in this game and keep building on it and keep building moving forward uh any final words from you guys
2: yeah we we just need to see the offense continue to do what they do and defense I mean, just step up,
0: players. Step, step up, step up,
2: and just do just enough because yeah. that's all we
0: really need out of them. That's all we need you to do. <laughs> that's right, GBR. Yeah. So, all right, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, go, Big Red, and let's get this W.